From Mameo Media, this is Karama Sutra. I'm Vanita Bhardwaj. And I'm Chirag Desai. It's that time of year when most of us are summarizing the year that was. Now, in a typical year, month-by-month recaps would already be underway. But of course, this year is distinctly different. The pandemic is still very much a part of our lives and seems to show more and more signs of staying into 2021. It's not how any of us wanted the year to end, but here we are. It's December 2020, and we're bringing you an episode that skims over the idea of memory and preservation through the lens of frames or framing. Now, I can't remember who said this, but a long time ago, someone once mentioned to me that framing was possibly the national expat pastime in Dubai. For most people with a Dubai memory, i.e. a lived experience in the city that is older than most buildings, Hamadko in Karama is a name they would likely remember. Before the first IKEA arrived in the 90s, the framing shop was where people would go to immortalize their memories. These are pieces of art, their children's first drawings, family photographs, or any sort of memorabilia. And for a business that started in the pre-WhatsApp and the pre-social media era, it was known through word of mouth. And that recommendation mechanism has translated over in the digital era as well. There is a Reddit thread as recently as a few months ago where a poster asked for a place where he could get something framed. And not only did someone recommend Hamadko, but a second poster was quick to plus one that recommendation, saying they get all their framing done there. The shop has this boho vibe. Three street cats and a cockatoo are part of the space, which comprises a wall with samples of frames, but is also dotted with artworks that include Arabic calligraphy, Yemeni and Afghani jewellery pieces, some khanjars from the region, autographed football jerseys, and two desks that are filled with notes and coins from around the world. Even if you look around, you will not find it like, looks like a gallery or like a framing shop. It's more like an artist studio house, and that's it. I think people, when they come over here, they feel comfortable. They feel that the place is cozy, okay? and all the doors are open. You can talk whatever you like to talk. And then there's Fadi Hamad, the framer. He's usually in the shop, and his open doors policy means there's usually a couple of friends who are in there, either chatting with him or reading a newspaper. Yes, that still happens in some places, or they're on their phones, which is not so surprising. When a customer walks in with a piece to be framed, Fadi's MO typically is to let them pace before they find him. To be clear, it's not a big space, but there are a lot of objects around, and Fadi once said to me that he likes to observe people especially first-timers. Hamadko is actually his father's shop. Originally from Jordan, the Hamad patriarch, Ahmed, moved to Dubai in 1963, and after working in construction for 10 years, he set up his own business, Hamadko, in 1974, which supplied materials such as glass, aluminium frames, mirrors and similar hardware to contractors. He opened the shop in 1981, initially as a showroom for his supplies. As the economy and industry demands changed, it became known as a specialized framing and mirrors shop. Well, since my childhood, I loved to do things with my hand. So I loved it and then it became a passion. I love what I do. I love framing. But I want to understand, like, when was it that your... Because it's very different, right? Your father fell in love after getting married, as you said, to the shop. I fell in love before I got yes. married <laughs> with the framing. Was he, was he happy with your decision that you wanted to work f- with him in framing and continue? He was uh, extremely happy because uh, he started getting old and he couldn't see any of his children want to follow his steps. 
My brothers, my sisters was uh, small at that time. So I took the flag from him and uh, I followed his uh, uh, steps uh, perfectly. Ahmed Hamad, who was also regularly spotted at the shop, was visiting Jordan early in the year and he hasn't been able to return to Dubai since COVID. So we telephoned him in Jordan, where he was on his farm, where he grows olive and lemon trees. Hello. Assalamu alaikum, Abu Fadi. Wa alaikum salam wa rahmatullah. How did uh, Fadi join you in the business? The time he said, in 1991, he completed his college and uh, I brought him again back to, to Dubai. Because his other sisters and brothers are still in the uh, in the schools at that time, so I need somebody to help me. So I filled him in the shop and made him understand everything and about the business, about the import, about the export, about the business, about the customer, about everything. So he started with me from zero. You know, I've spoken to a lot of customers, and they think Fadi is. Amazing. When you go to Fadi and say, I want to frame something, they all say he is very special. I mean, the customer is a customer. He has all the respect from A to Z. From the, uh, when he enters the door until he, he keeps his frame in, in the house, we have to look after. We have to deal with our manners. We have to deal with our business uh, deals. So we we have to keep uh, customers satisfied all my habit in the business, you know. I'm not dealing with a customer. I'm not dealing with uh, uh, any foreign any foreign body. I'm dealing with the people like owner. I am I'm the the guest and the, and the customer is the one. That believe me, and I can swear to you, there is there. I mean, distance between me and you about thirty three thousand kilometers. From ninety one till today, I never changed my price list on the on the table. Till today, no. Keep the customer happy. Be happy, whatever you are earning. Be happy. So I want everybody to smile that he's he's dealing. And he's paying for what I mean for what he is getting. Fadi said that when you when you started the shop, lots of English people would come for framing to you. Uh, that's right. You know, and you know, in seventy two, in seventy one, by the end of seventy one, in December, the unity come, and UAE the announcing more, more, and most of them are foreigners, you know, Americans, uh, England. Uh, uh, so many people are kind because you know it's a new country in that time, new country, new business starting, and the foreigners are all yeah, they are Italians and everybody you know they are cooperating us and we are cooperating with each other and I know my every everyone in 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 Dubai at that time, you know the Indians, the Pakistani people, the Iranian people, the. And there are so many nationalities, and we are not dealing with one. We are dealing with everybody. Eighties, they used to frame uh, a lot of Arabic jewelries. Uh, 
very cultural pictures of uh, Dubai or UAE in general, okay, like uh, deserts, or camels, uh, the old houses, wind towers, Bastakia. Uh, but you will be uh, amazed now by, you know that framing like fashions? Okay. And you find uh, for a certain time, people just would like to frame uh, Buddha picture. Okay. Then they become, uh, for another two, three years, they want only abstracts which is the phase now. Okay. Uh, for another two years, there was people only like calligraphy. Okay. And after, out of 100%, okay, 80% people will, will have the same taste. So if someone wants to know what's fashionable in the art market, they should actually speak to a framer? Yes. We complete the artist. Okay. We finish his work. Okay. But so many artists, they come to us and they, sell, uh, they ask what is sellable these days. Oh. Yes. So many. Especially the commercial ones. Okay. Who want just to produce uh, art uh, for selling quickly. How do you decide um, what frame will work for the piece? Do you have a... Because I've seen you work. You definitely have something extra <laughs> that tells you. It's almost like you look at the wall and it the artwork speaks. Yes. Actually, the artwork tell me what 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 it want to be uh, or or how to uh, to be framed. Okay. I think this is, comes uh, after practice, practice, practice. Okay. You know from the beginning if this color suits the artwork or no. You know if uh, uh, the size of the frame, the color, the shape. Okay. But also, you don't know the house of the person that it's going to, right? Yes. So. How, how do you factor that in? Okay. Now, we try to, to convince the customer at the beginning that people usually change furniture but doesn't change frames. So let's choose a frame which goes with the artwork well, okay? Because today uh, it might suit, tomorrow when you change your furniture, it might not. So let the artwork look nice, okay? It's not a piece of your sofas or your table, okay? It's an art on its own. Like one of the expressions uh, really touched me when I was young. Uh, a British lady, she told me, a picture on the wall, this is what makes a uh, house home. Because you can find your furniture anywhere else. Okay? But you will not find the artwork which you like and hang in your, on your wall uh, at somebody else's house. That's why it's weird when, when it becomes fashion. Like everybody hanging... Uh, uh, Buddha face or everybody hanging for calligraphy or okay. why? What is the most, the strangest thing that you've seen somebody or anything that you remember that you thought was very strange that they wanted to frame? It was uh, a wedding dress. It was a wedding dress. <laughs> Even I advised the, the lady, I told her, wait, okay, a couple of years till you find that your uh, marriage is successful, then frame it. Did she listen? <laughs> no, no, she, she was uh, so, uh, so much excited to frame it. Uh, she, she's still together, I hope? Yes, they are. <laughs> she's still my customer. I, she keep reminding me about what I told her. <laughs> she told me when I have a fight with him, okay, immediately I remember your word. But she's still happy that she framed her wedding dress? Yeah, but it's strange, Annie. Uh, it's strange to frame a wedding dress. One time, one lady, she also framed a wig. A wig? Yes. But one of the nicest frames I did ever, 
One lady, she brought for me uh, a baby clothes with the uh, milk bottle and small shoes. And she was asking uh, uh, that if this frame can be done urgently. Okay. So why? Okay. Still the child has a long, uh, a long time uh, to live. Okay. Then she said, uh, <coughs> the wedding of this child is tomorrow. And she wants to give him uh, as a gift. Okay. She was the mother. Oh, oh that's sweet. This was the nicest thing Annie, I, I did ever. When we come back, we speak to Mazarin Memon, an Indian origin artist in Toronto, Canada, who not only found her calling as an artist in Dubai, but was introduced to the fine art of framing in the city by none other than Fadi. Hi there, this is Shrab from Amaya Media, and we're giving away a pair of Apple's new AirPods Pro. All you have to do is take a short survey for us. We're looking to improve our shows and better understand what you, our listeners, like or perhaps don't like when it comes to podcasts. You can find a link to the survey in the show notes or visit our website, amaya.media, for more information. It won't take more than two minutes of your time, and we'd really appreciate it. Welcome back. I'm Vanita Bhardwaj, and you're listening to Karama Sutra. Before the break, we were speaking to Fadi and Ahmed Hamad of Hamadkar, a legendary framer shop in Karama, Dubai. I don't know why Woodlands is in that same, which I heard the episode, completely loved it. And I thought, I'm just going to pop in. And I think what made me go in is he had beautiful artifacts. And I still have a lot of things that I bought from him here in the house. And I just went and spoke to him and he seemed to understand art, which I loved. He knew the framing and he said, don't go with that. Do this. And I thought, "Okay, this is it. He knows what I'm talking about. That's Mazarine Memon speaking to us from Toronto, Canada. She and her husband were in Dubai between 1992 and 1994, after which they migrated to Canada. They returned to Dubai in 2001 before bidding it a final goodbye in 2009. I think what happened with framing is I, when I did a first show with, because I was a, I was a student, I just started taking classes with other artists and people who were teaching at the Dubai International Art Center, because I just wanted to see what was out there and kind of get in, into the community, the art community. And that was the time somebody bought my first piece and said, can this be framed? And I thought, oh, I haven't even thought about framing because I was just producing art and I just loved the journey. I didn't really care about, and I wasn't really selling. That was the first piece that sold. And they came to the sentence and said, does this artist sell more work? Is there more work that I can see of hers? And that's how I started looking for framing. Um, and at that time when I went, I remember, again, because I said at the time, the first time around in Dubai where we were there between 92 and 94, I was working with Josh and Mal. I was doing their window displays and stuff. So I wasn't really producing art. But the second time around, we lived in Dera. But those two and a half years, I was really familiar with Karama. I mean, even the nine years that we were there, Karama was somewhere I went almost every week. Um, so I went there and I started, I just walked into that shop and I said, I believe you do framing too. And this person, this is sold and I want to know what, it, it was a horse. And it was your typical Arabic uh, portrait of a horse with, you know, all the 
the, the colorful stuff that they wear. And uh, he said, oh, I think look for a nice white frame. I remember that so clearly. Look for a nice broad, because it wasn't a very big piece. I think it was about 20 by 18. It was a really small portrait size picture. And he says, make it bigger, use a bigger frame, like use a broader frame. And that's how it started. And I thought, and when I saw that piece and I realized, oh, I actually, the framing does matter because I remember just painting it and putting it up. I hadn't framed it. It was just there as part of the show. So uh, that's when I thought, I think it's really worthwhile spending on the frame. Now I wish I had sold it when with the frame earlier, but well. How do you feel about this sort of concept of framing and I ask you this particularly because fine the cost aside in Canada because it's prohibitive to frame Mm -hmm. but do you not find that it might be in a way constricting almost and do you feel like there's a shift in the way you're even looking at your art in a frame versus without a frame I do I do so I have a couple of pieces that I have framed at home and that's because they were framed there and I brought them back with me but there are a couple of pieces that I got framed here. And again, I found a really great Italian man who had a frame shop, but since had kind of shut it down and was, he's an accountant and he was doing it from his basement. He too was like Fadi. In fact, I spoke about Fadi to him and said, I am so glad I found you much older. I mean, he would be like Fadi's dad's age probably. Um, and I said, you understand what I'm talking about. There were times he's actually pulled me away and said, don't frame this piece. Because if I use a deep edge canvas and now I've painted my home in a more muted kind of a gray walls, uh, I find that when I have a picture that I kind of envelope right through to the borders, it somehow blends much better with the flow of a room than, like you said, break it up with a frame, unless I use a frame that's got this distressed wood, which is kind of a similar feel to the wall or, you know, the decor of a room. Are people trying to hold on to something by by framing and putting it up? Like, is it a cultural thing? I don't think it's cultural. It's more a a position in society, I would feel. Uh, Because... I have seen some artists when they are at a show, and especially if it's a show, say, because I have a representation with uh, with uh, an agent over here. And at times, and she doesn't have a brick and mortar gallery. So what she does is she'll tie up with, say, the National Club, which is quite an old and reputed club downtown Toronto. Or she will go with a golf club. And if they have their wine and cheese, she would actually write and say, this beautiful piece is by so-and-so artist because she represents about 12 to 15 artists and she'd say, it's framed. Let's write, it's framed. And I thought, does that really matter? Because the frame might not really suit the home from a point of view where it's one of those really expensive homes. They feel that the more expensive the frame, it just kind of goes with And at times I've seen that the frames, like I've seen artists that are upcoming, emerging artists, beautiful work. And the frame is gigantic. It's too decorative. It's just too much. And it just takes away from the work. That's the first thing you see. But I think they feel, oh, just look at the way I got it framed. If there is no Indians in this country, I will close my show. 
It's 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 very cultural, Benita. Okay, look at the history of uh, India. Okay, it's uh, minimum three four thousand years before Christ. Okay, this is what make art is cultural thing. Okay, go to any Indian gentle uh, house. Okay, definitely you will find art hanged in the, on their walls. Okay, definitely. Okay, they take their children to even uh, uh, art classes. Okay, with so many other people. Okay, doesn't do that at all. What needs to change in other cultures to encourage this appreciation for art? No, you cannot change. This is, comes with age, the aging of the country. And as an example, from all Arabic countries, you will find most of the art comes from Iraq. Look at Iraq, okay? even go to the global village. Okay? The, the artistic section for the Iraqis is, is the biggest. It's history again, okay? which is uh, nobody can change, neither you or me. So we just have to wait. Wait, and this comes by time. Because I know you also used to collect art. You'd have some art. Yes. Right? You, do, you, do you still collect art? Or? Definitely. If there is a nice piece, uh, I will be very much interested to collect it. Yeah. Have you framed any really famous artists' works? Many, I'm sure. So many. M.F. Hussein and all, all of them, no? Uh, M.F. Hussein, definitely. And Gulji from Pakistan also, he's very famous there, God bless us. Actually, God bless uh, both of them. Did they used to come to your shop? No, not personally. Okay. M.F. Hussein, when he reached to come to UAE, okay, already he, his name was uh, too big okay, to come the, personally to a framing shop. So the majority of your customers are Indian? Majority, yes. Yeah, and amazing, when they go back uh, on vacations, okay, all of them comes, uh, their suitcases full of art uh, they bought from their country. Really? Yes. And I will not think to go to Jordan and I find nice painting, okay, I will buy it from there and then I will uh, frame it here. <laughs> but Indians do. <laughs> okay, maybe my country is not old enough. Do you know, my mother used to say that you are actually an Indian who is lost in Jordan. No, me? Yes. I am an Indian lost in Jordan? I am from everywhere. I am a human like everybody else. The memories of 2020 are likely to be narrowed down to masks, lockdowns and sanitizer. Probably not something we'd want to frame for posterity. As always, thanks for listening and do share your thoughts on this episode and even tell us what you would like to frame from 2020. From Mamea Media, this is Vinita Bhardwaj and you're listening to Kanama Sutra. Special thanks to Fadi Hamad, Ahmed Hamad and Mazreen Memon for sharing their memories. We have one small favour to ask, and that is that if you enjoy the show and are a regular listener, please do leave us a review as that helps us with discoverability. Or tell a friend about us. Or better yet, do both. On behalf of the entire team, we wish you all a happy Christmas and a safe celebration into 2021.